We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. And now trying to get to center ice, Connor Clifton. He blows a tire and the Ducks with a two-on-one on the near wall. Set across, scores, Silverberg. Three nothing Ducks. They get two quick ones here in the second. On back-to-back shots, Nuko uh, Pekalukin, and that's created off of a turnover by Connor Clifton. Dan Dunleavy there on the call. That was the game-winning goal. 4:30 into the second period, Jacob Silverberg's second of the night, fourth of the season. That put Anaheim up three to nothing. And that's our Noco play of the game, brought to you by Noco, the official natural gas and electric supplier to the Buffalo Sabres. We welcome you into the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. I'm Brian Colziel. 4-2. Ducks win it in front of 16,302 at the Honda Center. Uh, Buffalo right back at it tomorrow night against the Los Angeles Kings. We'll have that game for you uh, right here on the Buffalo Sabres radio network. But for now, reaction to this one coming up. We'll get Paul Hamilton's take here in just a few moments. Uh, We'll also get you highlights and uh, scores from around the league, update you on the standings, and uh, read some tweets here. Send them in at Brian WGR. But uh, a rough night for Buffalo all around. They do make it interesting in the third, but obviously this is definitely one of those too little, too late sort of things. They came hard in the final, what, seven minutes, six minutes after Lukanen was pulled, and uh, they actually almost tied it. But uh, one goal short, 3-2 was the score at that point before Henrique put in the empty netter. Final stats now, brought to you by Level Financial Advisors, helping you retire better. Visit levelfa.com. Shots in the third, 15 to 9. Favor of the Sabres. Buffalo had like one shot almost near the halfway or around the halfway mark. So, um, yeah, they poured it on there in the final minutes. And, you know, it obviously begs the question, where was that effort? Where was that energy? We saw Jordan Greenway play some of his best hockey of the season there. Like, he's a man on a mission going to the net. Uh, Where was this urgency? You know, and, of course, it's very easy for fans to say, well, why can't you just have done that to start with? Well, that's a great question. If I had that answer, I might be coaching this team right now. The final shots end up Ducks 36, Sabres 30. Power plays, both teams 1 for 3 in this game. Uh, John Gibson gets the win, 28 saves. Ukopekalukan in the loss, 32 saves. Three stars are all from Anaheim. Zellwinger uh, in his first game, star number three. Gibson and Nett, star number two. And Jacob Silverberg is star number one. He had two goals. We'll make Jacob Silverberg the electric player of the game tonight. Brought to you by Town Ford. When you think Ford, think Town Ford. Again, we'll get Paul Hamilton coming up here in just a minute. Okay, we do have Paul, so let's uh, get some thoughts here. Uh, Paul, and and obviously uh, an an all-around night that the Sabres uh, didn't deserve to get two points, although 
Um, as you said, I think smartly, look, if this is the Ducks, this is a team you could score three on. And uh, I think they clearly could have gotten three or more had they just given any close to the effort that they gave in the final six minutes. Yeah, you know, the ESPN announcers were dead on uh, in a couple of things. AJ talked about, you know, why now? You know, earlier when, when you're struggling and you haven't shown up, how about a hit? How about a fight? And there was just nothing. Nothing. I mean, they were just there was just no effort. And I really there's been very few games where you haven't seen effort. We've seen them not compete. There's a difference between the two. But to just they didn't show up. There was no effort. They just played like they were didn't care at all. Um and Buchagrass said Probably the only thing I liked he said all night in the third period, it's time to show a little give a crap. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know when they start showing that? With six minutes left in the game. Down 3 nothing, And they almost got a point out of it. So here they are. They played the last six minutes. They were feisty. They were winning battles. They were going to the net. They were scoring goals. They take 3 nothing, make it 3-2. There was still time left i think there was um almost three minutes left in 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 the game you know when Oposo scores he scores at 1704 so there's 256 left in the game and you're only down a goal now and you got the ducks on their heels and now you're showing your quote give a crap and they had some opportunities there to maybe get a goal and 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 weren't able to get the puck through and then gave up the empty netter and you know they they wound up not getting but um, all right they played 6 minutes of very good hockey of quote give a crap hockey 6 minutes imagine what they could have done if maybe they played 10 minutes of give a crap hockey or how about 15 you know you probably would have won the game Yep. You didn't even have to put 60 minutes in against this team. They're so bad. A team that's won six out of 31 games, now seven out of 32. Um, so you, you probably didn't even have to do that. But it would have been nice to see them play most of the game like they did the last six minutes because they definitely would have won it, I think. But if they would have just done it for 15 minutes, they probably would have won it. Yeah, That's all they had to do. But uh, they didn't, and... You know, they, they, they wind up losing the game, and it, it, it's just a shame that, uh, you know, they played that poorly. And, and that's the thing. They didn't give a crap. They played like they didn't. They played like they couldn't have cared less what went on in that game. There was no effort. There was no hitting. There was nobody going to the net. There was just absolutely nothing. And it was all Ducks. Until the last six minutes. And that's what I think, if you're a fan, probably makes it more upsetting to watch your team do that. That, well, yeah, look at that. They they actually almost pulled it out, and all they did is play six minutes in the whole game. Um, so it's just, it, it's an inexcusable effort, an inexcusable loss in many this year. And off to Los Angeles they go. Yeah. Tougher task tomorrow with a much better team. Uh, in those six minutes, Paul, Jordan Greenway kind of played like a, a man possessed out there. Um, but 
you know, this is not a Jordan Greenway thing that I'm going to bring up here. But, Paul, this is not a shocker. When you go to the net and you are working hard to win position, good things happen. It is amazing how, like, is this is one of the biggest cliches. I feel like you and I say it every single game. That if they just would commit to it just a little more. I mean, he, he committed, one player committed to it, and look what happened. They scored twice, almost a third time, almost a fourth. You know, like, you had one guy that committed to it there for a few minutes, and look what happened. It just, it just, I'm, you know, just adds to the frustration of the season when we see these guys just refuse to do it when the results come almost instantly as soon as they commit to it. And Jordan Greenway, I'm not going to get on his penalty killing because he's one of the best penalty killers in the National Hockey League, and statistics will bear that out. But why can't we see him play like that all the time that we saw in the last six minutes? He dominated the game. He took over the game. Why? Because he's in front of the net, scores a goal. Why? Because he's in front of the net to allow Oposo to score a goal. He was tough along the wall. He was winning battles. And I, I just was sitting here going, where has this been? Why can't I watch that on a regular basis? He's got five goals and eight assists this year. That's not good enough. I don't expect 30 goals out of him, but I expect more than five. And that's just not good enough, even though he's an excellent power or penalty killer. And they needed to improve their penalty kill. That's why Eric Johnson is here. That's why Greenway is here. And they've done that. I mean, before that power play goal, which was hit out of the air, I'm not going to get too riled up about that. They were 15 of 15 on the penalty kill. You know, had done a really nice job recently. And and you know, I believe that covered five games where they went uh, 15 for 15. And again, I'm, as I said, I mean, it, it, it's kind of a lucky one that winds up in their net as, as uh, the, you know, Carrick hits, hits it out of the air. What are you going to do? I mean, sometimes lucky ones wind up. I'm not going to criticize the penalty killing yeah five straight games they were 15 to 15 on the penalty kill so um you know that's that's the one that broke the streak but it was nice and i would have liked to have seen yoki haru takes a stupid slashing penalty at 138 of the third period down three nothing but then samuelson goes out and that's the first time i saw anybody put any sort of effort into the game at all he absolutely, I mean, he went and got in front of two lasers, two great block shots to help that penalty kill. And that was right after that. That's when Butchergrass said, you know, it's time to show a little give a crap. And Samuelson did. But the rest of his team didn't at that point of the game. That that was uh, that was the Yoki Haru penalty at 153. It took to the Gudis penalty at 14.02 for them to finally play like Samuelson played on that on that uh, penalty kill. I mean, I just to sit there and think, well, why didn't that fire guys up to watch a teammate do that? And then after that, you know, you, you see them get into some scrums and, and helping out teammates and everybody all for one. And because we don't, we haven't seen that recently. Like when Eric Johnson got plastered into the wall. Now he's missed games. He's on IR because of it. Not one player did a thing. Not one on the ice. Another embarrassing moment for the Buffalo Sabers this year. 
as Eric Johnson has defended teammates more than once this year, and he gets to lay on the ice and watch four other guys do nothing, stand there. And that, that, was, that was embarrassing, too. Paul Hamilton with me, Brian Colziel. This is the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame 4-2 Ducks victorious over the Sabres. Paul, what does this mean as we look forward to tomorrow here? Does, does that final finish there with the effort and the energy uh, that, unfortunately, tonight for the Sabres, all for naught in terms of the points that they need in the standings where it's the most important, uh, can it mean anything for tomorrow's game? Well, 19 guys played in that game. 19 guys have to stand in front of the mirror tonight and figure out if they want to show a little pride tomorrow because they showed six minutes of pride in this game. So build on that and go out and play 60 minutes of hockey against a team, the Los Angeles Kings have been a good team this year, but they've been struggling lately. So, yeah, go out and and play a decent game. It doesn't make up for this game. Because if you go out and beat the Kings, that makes this loss worse. Because you lost to one of the worst teams in the National Hockey League who had won six out of 31 games. So if you beat the Los Angeles Kings, you should have been sitting on a two-game winning streak without question, especially the way you played in the last six minutes where you turned a 3 nothing game into a 3-2 game and almost tied it. You know, Skinner came around on a, on a wraparound and then on a rebound. That I agree with... Uh, uh, whoever, I don't know which one of them said it, I thought that was a goal, too. When he was coming around, I thought, he's got, he's got net there. He's going to put yeah. that in. You know, and, and, you know, right there, they could have tied it. Unfortunately, they didn't. But, uh, or, or the wraparound actually came before the Apostle goal. I'm sorry. That was before. That's the, right. It was in between the two here. goals. Yeah, yes. it was in between the two goals. It came before the Apostle goal, not after. But still, it was a great opportunity to score. And they had opportunities to tie the game and, and and weren't able to do it. And it's just, you know, I think it just makes it worse in this game, what you saw in the last six minutes. And my article is going to be really easy to write. It's not going to be much. It's 2.52 in the morning, and it's going to basically be that. Where were you? Why did it take 54 minutes for you to give a crap? And I'm going to use that quote from John Buchegrass. I'm not going to quote much else from him tonight. Wasn't real impressed, but I'm going to use that. I mean, you've got national people, and earlier Henrik Lundqvist early in the year laid into this team. you got national people talking about what an embarrassment this team is. How much more do you need? How much and, more do you need? And, Paul, just, just to let listeners know, like network guys that cover the league in any sports are usually – about as tame as anybody, right? Normally, I mean, that if, if it gets that far where they're calling you out, you've got an issue. Yeah, and it was yeah. all nice, nicey, nicey earlier. It was making me sick listening to, well, they're a young team, and they've had injuries. Yeah, yeah, they have had injuries. Tell me a team that hasn't. You know, and, and you know, and they were, the thing is, they were playing poorly before the injury started, before Tage Thompson got hurt. That's That was the big injury. Well, it wasn't any better before that. So that, that's why I'm not buying the injury thing. Because it wasn't, it wasn't going well before the injury started. And certainly in, injuries made it harder. But they, they were, it was like Don Granado was doing the play-by-play in color for the game. 
And, you know, that that it was just to listen to it. And I just got tired of hearing it over and over again. And then finally they got mad. Yeah. <laughs> They're sitting there watching this going, this is, this is awful. <laughs> so they stopped that and they finally started talking the way they should have been talking. All right, Paul. Well, we'll obviously maybe get some answers tomorrow to see if the uh, the final six minutes has any carryover. I I think you and I are in agreement where that they needed a two in one road trip here to have any sort of uh, we'll we'll call it positive feelings heading into the All Star break. That's still possible, but they have to win the next two, and tomorrow is a much tougher task on paper. So uh, we'll chat tomorrow at uh, nine thirty for the pregame. Well, they shouldn't be tired because they didn't give much effort in this game, so they should be pretty fresh for the game tomorrow. Well said. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Yep. All right, Paul will have his article up a little bit later, WGR550.com. Injury report before we get to our break here, brought to you by Losey and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Uh, Jeff Skinner returned tonight off of injured reserve, played 18-17, had four shots, and that glorious opportunity on that wraparound. He had two chances right there on the doorstep. Gibson stopped him on both. Uh, the injury news that made room for Skinner is that Eric Johnson is now on injured reserve. 4-2 Anaheim, the final. Again, Los Angeles tomorrow night. It's going to be a 10:45 puck drop. So if you are thinking about staying up for the whole thing, you may want to take uh, that nice little afternoon nap to do it. For all of our local affiliates, we're going to say goodbye to you, though, at this time. If you want to keep listening to the postgame, go to WGR550.com. And for all of you on WGR, more of the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame coming up. 4-2, Ducks beat the Sabres. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. So he just went after him. Carrick, but someone's got Carrick in a headlock now. Now they're starting to throw some punches down there. As it looked like things were breaking up, but Carrick said, I'm oh, not here done. here goes Krebs. Krebs and Henrique, I think it is. Yeah, Henrique trying to, well, Krebs has got two ducks holding him. No, there's another saber in there. I beg your pardon. That's Zemgis Jurgensen. A little scrap up toward the end. There are... Clinton Collision hits of the game. Clinton Collision, we are there when you need a repair. Welcome back here to the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. 4-2 Anaheim wins it. Time for our save of the game. It's brought to you by your Upstate Honda Dealers. To see the exciting all-new Honda lineup, visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. Here's Dan Dunleavy with our save of the game. To play the puck, and Anaheim now will skate it in. There's Carlson. Carlson to the net with a move oh. and a save made by Lukanen at the last second and a penalty, penalty call coming up here to Buffalo. Well, Lukanen on a rough night for the Sabres, I thought, did hang in there and played very well. He faced 36 shots. I'm sorry, he faced 35 shots. The 36 shot went into the empty net and uh, only let in three. Well, there's your upstate Honda dealer's save of the game. All right, let's uh, see... Uh, what's happening in the rest of the NHL now as we get our scores in, and they're brought to you by Alex's Place in Batavia. Oh, man, now I want ribs. All right, let's uh, see here. All the games uh, have now gone final. Actually, I take that back. One game is about to head to overtime. Rangers and Sharks are 
tied two apiece. Rangers are up 2 nothing at the third. San Jose has come back with two goals. That one's just about heading to the over, heading to overtime there. All right, rest or finals. Sabres had a good night on the out-of-town scoreboard and obviously could not take advantage with their game. Dallas beat Detroit in regulation 5-4. Ottawa beat Montreal 4-1. Tampa Bay doubling up Philadelphia 6-3. Vegas in regulation beats the Islanders 3-2. Minnesota beating Washington 5-3. Calgary comes back to beat... I'm sorry, the Blues come back to beat Calgary 4-3. Edmonton over Columbus 4-1. Oilers continue their red-hot streak. And, uh, of course, our game, Sabres fall to the Ducks by a score of 4-2. What does that mean to the -the up-to-the-minute standings in the Eastern Conference? Well, obviously, Buffalo not getting any points in this one tonight. Uh, They, at this moment, drop to 20-23-4, 44 points. And uh, as of this moment, that does not put them in a good spot uh, for the wild card right now. The wild card teams that would be in right now, the uh, Maple Leafs and the Red Wings are the top two wild card teams right now with 54 and 53. So the Sabres are nine points back of the wild card with Devils, Islanders, Capitals, Penguins, Canadians all in between. The standings have just gotten worse. Buffalo picked up no points against Tampa. That was a monster game on Saturday. No points tonight against one of the league's worst in the Anaheim Ducks. There's your look at the NHL standings brought to you by Native Pride and Tall Chief Cigars. Stand tall with Native Pride. We'll finish here reading a couple of tweets. You can always send them in after each and every game uh, at Brian WGR. As we get our Serve Pro first response from the fans, Serve Pro, Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy responds first and faster to any size disaster. All right, Anthony says, a team in the midst of a record for missing the postseason played as indifferently as possible. This endless nightmare for fans is being inflicted by this franchise at every level. Okay, well, there you go. That's Anthony summing up you know, this night here. Uh, Jimmy says, in response to uh, the Sabres playing tomorrow against Los Angeles, it, it's going to be about a 10.45 start tomorrow. Jimmy says, yeah, that's way too late. I see the losing result the next day. Okay. Uh, let's see here. MD Go Blue says, quote, hockey heaven. Very fitting for a dead franchise. Well, yeah, it's uh, hockey heaven. Man, when Terry Pagula bought this team and, you know, deemed it hockey heaven, and then what was the quote we all remember, right? From this day forward, the sole reason, or the sole existence for the Buffalo Sabres to win the Stanley Cup. Yep. Super exciting. I mean, I guess they still exist, so I guess that's still on the table. Man. We were... I I was all in. That was, it was super exciting. It just, uh, the vibe is obviously, uh, well, it's not what it was then, for sure. All right, well, there's no reason to uh, belabor this one too much more. Sabres played hard for six minutes and somehow almost actually got it to overtime, but not good enough. 4-2 loss in regulation, no points. They'll try again tomorrow in Los Angeles against the Kings as we put a wrap here on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. want to thank TJ Luckman, our network producer tonight. Thank you, TJ, for your work. Kyle Powell on our social media and game story. Check it out, WGR550.com. Paul Hamilton was our reporter. Our game announcers were Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray. I'm Brian Colziel. Again, the final from the Honda Center. Anaheim 4, Buffalo 2. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow night with the Sabres and the Kings. 10.45, puck drop. 
from L.A. I'll have the pregame at 9.30 right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Good night, everyone. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.